AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash We gon' tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Gangsta Chronicles, this is not your average show. You're now tuned into the real 
MCA, Big James, and Big Steel. Strictly from the streets. Hello. We represent the Jiggins. Welcome to the Gangster Chronicles Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Black Effect Podcast Network. Make sure you download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles. For my Apple users, hit the purple mic on your front screen, subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles, and leave a five-star rating and comment. Welcome to another episode of the Gangster Chronicles show. I am your host, Big Steel, with my guy. Yeah. You know, eight, um, we suffered, man, a terrible loss in the hip-hop community yesterday, man. Um, my boy T-Dub, man, from the group Folsom. Like to give him a moment of silence. You know, I give you my T Dub story. I know you said that you and him were really close as well. And when you called me yesterday, I could hear the um, like the pain in your voice. You know, mm. and um, like everything else these days, I had to find out by the internet, which I hate, which sucks. You know. I saw somebody post something. I said, no, nah, man. And then all of these memories started flooding back, man. I remember me and him was going to Long Beach City College. It was a lot of rappers up there during that time, man. I actually think Snoop might have been going there for a minute. I used to see him up on the campus enough, you know? Uh, Superfly. It was like Rap City, man. The homegirl from, uh, she was signed to e- Easy. Um, the homegirl, Makiba. Um, they had a group that was signed to Easy. She was from Compton, I think. Mm. Did you know Makiba? No. She was in a group. Um, I forget the name of that group. It was her and another girl. They had a, um, they were signed to Ruthless. Um, but I remember, man, I got my student loan check, and it was $2,500, and it was a music store across the street from the school, right? I walked over there and spent 600 on a beat machine. Them little boss beat machines. Remember how they used to just have a beat with the drum machines? Right. <clears throat> and I bought a big-ass pair of headphones that was real large. You know I had the big quarter-inch headphone jack in the back of them? Mm-hmm. And Tita would stand out in front of the student center and be like, Steel, you got a beat? And I would play one of my little whack beats, man, with just the 808, the little boom, boom, to tap, to doom. You snare sound like you're hitting a piece of paper. Right. And he would stand out there and freestyle for like hours, man. I should think he was the coldest rapper ever, dog. You know, just the circumstances surrounding that, man, you know, in front of his mom's house, man, with his son out there trying to save his life, man. Rest in peace, big dog. Rest in peace, man. Um, it's, that's one of those things, man, as you get older, man. And really, it ain't as you get older, man. It just seems like as black men, we are always losing somebody, man. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate um, that, uh, you know, uh, I guess sometimes I guess you don't think about um, you know when you coming up I guess you know in uh, whatever your profession is whatever um, a lot of time um, we don't uh, take our health you know what I'm saying on that route when you're trying to you know get to a certain point, um, financials and the, 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 just trying to distress, I guess, or just trying to um, make it to a certain point. I don't know uh, if health is really uh, 
main concern for a lot of young niggas, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you don't look at shit, I guess, you know, like uh, the grandparents or whatever, you know. Um, different generations look at shit differently. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a lot of niggas who got hidden secrets with health shit. And uh, a lot of times uh, within our community, uh, you know, niggas, you know, uh, gang banging or hustling or rapping or whatever. A lot of times we keep a lot of shit secret because I guess you don't, you know, want to seem like a helpless motherfucker or give motherfuckers sympathy, you know, just... That type of shit. Um, Especially us, though. We don't want nobody to know when we sick. We don't even like going to the doctor. And there's probably a lot of niggas that don't go to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, unless that situation hits you with uh, something serious, which you can't turn back from. Um, going to get common checkups and shit like that. You know, it's... Probably the last thing on a nigga in the neighborhood's mind. You get me? Mm-hmm. You're standing on a, you know, you trying to get your hustle on or whatever, and I'm pretty sure that's the last thing. You as a as a gang banging ass, rapping ass, hustling nigga, want to just voluntarily go down to the doctor's office and see if everything is good. Yeah, I think a lot of that is fear, man, because I know, and even still to this day, I take my high blood pressure medicine religiously because I am scared to death of a heart attack. I keep that low dosage aspirin in my glove compartment, you know, just in case, because I hear if you don't have no nitroglycerin, that the um, aspirin is the next best thing because it then clogs your arteries almost instantly if you chew on it, you know? Right. And that'll buy you some time, I guess, to get to the hospital, man. The best thing, man, we got to change our diet, man. I know I say it, and I know I'm not perfect, man, but... This is like, man, this is probably the fifth homeboy I don't lost to a heart attack, man. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I guess you don't look at it like uh, um, we are kind of, you know, uh, we are in the OG status is what motherfuckers would say. Uh, we don't really uh, speak on uh what age and shit, you know, I guess niggas feel a little biased to that, you know. When you reach a certain age, you don't like to tell the motherfuckers how old you are. Um, so, you know, I guess that instills with with not wanting to be, uh, you know, uh, running down to the hospital or the doctors to get just, you know, regular checkups. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, like... <laughs> That's the farthest thing from your mind as, uh, you know, as I guess, like I said, in those positions, like, I don't know, Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, you in the hood, you know, you got a woman or a lady or whatever and shit, you know, how many emphasis is it on, hey, when was the last time you been to the doctor? You know what I'm saying? You out hustling all day or you out making moves or you in the studio all day and whatever. When the last time you been to the doctor and checked your shit out? So like, that's a lot. That's a, that's personal for a lot of niggas. You get me? Some motherfuckers might just be in fear of what they might hear. You get that's me? real talk. 
And then again, uh, when you talk about shit like heart attacks and strokes and shit like that, niggas be more, niggas be more on like, I'm gonna die from getting shot or jacked or robbed or, you know, or, or I'm dying in prison type of shit or whatever. Motherfuckers don't really be like, nigga, we in the hood all day drinking and smoking and shit. Niggas don't be like, shit, man. I need to watch what I'm eating and my cholesterol levels and all that, man. I'm 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 prime candidate for a stroke or a heart attack. You don't think about that shit. You don't, because I'm pretty sure the homie didn't wake up eight o'clock, nine o'clock that morning, stretch out, go brush his teeth, take a shower, you know, handle his business in the morning and say, you know what, I better go handle everything because I'm about to leave this planet at four o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, I had that um I had a discussion with a nigga this this morning, my nigga Rich, you know, my little, my, my Vegas homie correspondent. Uh, we grew up together and whatever, you know, uh, my nigga Rich is from Carson. Um, but, uh, you know, he's posted out in Vegas. You know, we just be chatting about just daily shit outside of neighborhood shit or what's going on in the neighborhoods. Um mm-hmm. uh, Cause we still kind of connected like that, you know. Um, <clears throat> I asked him like, "What a motherfucker just hit you up and just told you, um, all right, my nigga, um, you got till one o'clock today to get your shit together, you know, because it's, it's checkout time." Like. I know it's crazy and hypothetical to think, but what if a motherfucker just, you know, that shit is 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 like, what do you do within those certain hours? And just like you said, uh, it's it's crazy to, you know, I'm pretty sure my nigga woke up normal as fuck, like, um. I don't want to get, you know, too many details and shit, but I'm pretty sure my nigga woke up normal as fuck that morning. Sure. Um, you know, um, it's crazy when you think about, you know, how a heart attack hit hits you. Um, like, my nigga woke up, got out of bed, used the bathroom, whatever he did, ate that morning, you know, it wasn't like, you know, no no fucking signs of just, like, you know, in a few hours, it's gonna be over with, like. That's crazy, it's, man. It's, what do you do, man? It's like, I was looking today, not to cut you off, bro, but I was asking the wife, hey, you know, because I got insurance, right? But I got right. a couple of policies. I told my wife, I said, we need to really get all this shit together and make sure everything is copacetic. Because you know with insurance, you could be paying for some shit, man, and then not take care of everything. You know, your needs progress. Oh, definitely. I got that insurance a long time ago. It might not be enough for us to be able, for her to be able to attain the lifestyle that she got now, you know? So I'm really thinking about upping my insurance right now. You feel what I'm saying? You know, because when you... You know, when you even 30, you think, well, man, shoot, we got 750 on here. That'd be straight. You know, if something happened, you know, 750, 750 ain't shit. Nah, the way. when you start talking about the rest of your life. Yeah, and then, you know, you're talking about you still got, you know, kids and, you know, what happens when they have kids and hopefully that, uh, 
you know, they can put themselves in a position to where they not struggling and, you know, you want to make sure they, you know, got uh, – uh, unfortunate death or sudden death can really put you in a motherfucking uh, fucked up situation. It definitely puts you in a quag, man. And I just, you know um, – Financially, yeah, but just emotionally, um, when the shit is unexpected, you get me. When it's exactly. when it's unexpected, it, it can it really can just catch the whole family unit and throw a curveball. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It can just throw you for a curveball, man. It's like. And, and it's crazy, man, because when you think about it, right, we here talking, right, and we got all these plans this year. Me and you talk every day, talk about, okay, we going to New York this month right here. We got to go down to Atlanta in April. And we just going on like all that stuff is just guaranteed, right? Right. Our time ain't guaranteed. And, I, you know, not to get religious and all philosophical right now, man, I believe in God, right? So my biggest thing, I wake up every day, man, and think about, Am I right with God? You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, am I right with God? Do I got do I got enough to make sure my family is straight? You feel what I'm saying? To make sure they cool because it's already bad enough that you're not going to be there to give them that wisdom and guidance, right? But you want to make sure because I know, you know, my kids is grown now, man. Unfortunately, they doing well. But you still want to kind of leave some kind of inheritance for your children. Right. You feel what I'm saying? You want to leave. You want to leave something to kind of give them a leg up, because everything is hard, man. But enough of this shit. I'm starting to get depressed up in this month. <laughs> you know, because the one thing about it, man, you keep on living, you gonna get old. I mean, it's 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 um. I mean, yeah. There's nothing that this. Unfortunately, you know, um. <sighs> We all, uh, I guess, you know, got that time where it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody fucking live forever. Uh, no, uh, don't matter how motherfucking superior some niggas might feel or, you know, how much bread you got or your status or whatever. It's just, you know, it's just what happens. But I guess when it happens uh, unexpectedly and, again, everybody's going to be in that position one yeah, day. We all going, we all going and, around. You know, and unfortunately, it's going to be some people that it's going to fucking affect horribly. Um And then when you come from, from, from the walks of life like my nigga T-Dub, who was an artist and, you know, put out music and toured and, you know, um, had connections. It just leaves a, 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 it's just a bigger factor because now you got fans who, you know, you left behind and people who, people who like just really respected what you did. outside of uh of regular family who've known you and and been connected to you and grew up with you and y'all share that bond but you know uh, being anything in the limelight you get me 
it affects it affects a gang of motherfuckers outside of that uh that spectrum um and that goes for anybody in that position you know uh sports player fucking singers rappers uh unexpected shit brings sorrow to a lot of motherfuckers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and, and like i said it's not like um it's not like we get up thinking that today could be the day. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you got shit to do. Exactly. You, we you, sitting up here making all these plans. You 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 like shit, nigga. I'm, I got shit to do. I got shit to accomplish. So unexpected shit always throws a fucking curveball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. Well, man, we go get off of that depressing shit, man. Speaking of curveballs, man, they don't mess around and gave your boy on um, bail, man. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, KVD, 750000 I guess that he got 750000 bail and house arrest. Um, they set the bail today, man, at seven fifty, man. And um, I guess he's- So he's saying, not actually out, but he got a bail. Yeah, he has a bail. He okay. has a bail right now. And I'm going to tell you, man, I don't know for sure, man, but I've been talking to some people, man. He for sure about to make some kind of deal. Because I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you who should be scared in the motherfucker right now. Is that motherfucker Puffy? Puffy don't did a lot of shit, man. It was you know they always say it was done the dark coming to light, man. Puffy don't been out there putting money on niggas' head and putting bread on people's head and all kind of shit, man. And that's all it takes is for him to you know. I think they want Puff too, man. Uh, I I don't, I don't know. I don't. You know, should you know. And he said in several interviews that Suge looked right at him, so that's all it takes is for Suge to say, yeah, I did see that nigga. Man, it's a lot of, man, I, I, I just hate that it's just, that's, that just, it's just a gang of he say, she say, and let me do this and let me, I, I don't, man. It's crazy, man. Every, like I say today, everybody wants to be somebody. Whether it's, whether it's, you could do it positively or negatively. It don't matter, Seems man. Seems like negativity is the way to go. Think about it. You got motherfuckers that's famous for no reason. This motherfucker is famous for killing one of the best entertainers in the, in the history of music. Think about it. This nigga is known for killing, but being in the car with a nigga that shot Tupac and was getting paid to do interviews, dog. And, you know, not the shit on a nigga when he died, but he got to be the stupidest motherfucker alive. Because this some shit you supposed to go to your grave with, my nigga. This nigga sitting up there doing real interviews and then get in the courtroom like a dumbass and say, well, I was just joking. I was just trying to get money. Don't wrote books and all kind of other shit. Yeah, man. I, 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 this shit is crazy, dog. It, it, I think sometimes, man, that this shit is like, um, I be wondering sometimes, man, if I'm one, what's they call that shit? Um, a, a virtual reality, some shit like that, if this is even real, dog. Because motherfuckers is just stupid nowadays. Like I said, but it is is And not the shit on that man I don't know if it's I don't do, but that was like Like I said, everybody um wants a position, man. And shit, you a gang of niggas who call themselves smart do dumb shit. Um and I don't think it's just because motherfuckers don't have a mind state. I just think motherfuckers, some people today do whatever they can for, you know, 
for, for clout, what they call it, clout chasing, fame. Whatever it is. Infamy. Whatever it is. Like, like nobody likes to be normal. Nobody wants to follow the old school code. That shit is old. Um, you know, everything is popularity and promotion and publicity, whether it's negative or, you know. And I've known that since I started rapping. Motherfucker told me all publicity is good. Whether it's bad, whether it's it don't matter. Man, I don't buy that shit because at the end of the day, bro, I got motherfuckers that share my last name, man. People that share my last name and the last thing I want to do is some dumb ass shit, dog, just to embarrass my family, dog. Uh... Some niggas got integrity within themselves, I guess, about uh, uh, doing certain shit. But, I mean, <laughs> everything, again, is front and center. It's cameras and lights, camera, action. And it don't matter. Ain't no secrets. And, you know, I, niggas have learned that shit. Everybody's watching. And if I can charge a nigga, if for every dollar I could charge a nigga for watching me put myself in a position, I'm with that. Because you look up at the end of the day, it's going to be two million motherfuckers and I'm going to have a dollar from every nigga watching. Some niggas think about money is valued more than anything, man. Uh, the integrity of just being a regular motherfucker is way beyond. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the one million black businesses initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Let me ask you this, dog. If a motherfucker offers you a million dollars to just sit on camera and just eat your boogers and just eat your boogers and just scratch your balls, would you do it? No, you. I won't do no shit that you would take party in still. Why the fuck would I do that shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying though, dog, but just think about how that sound, right? Nigga done paid you to come on here and wear some tight leather pants and shit with oh, your yeah. bebop hat, man. No, come on. I'm gonna rock them motherfuckers again in 2024. <laughs> but seriously though, my nigga, think about it like this. Motherfuckers do all kind of dumb ass shit just, just for, for fame, dog. Um, I will like I like I tell you almost every week. Um, nobody want to be normal, man. What what happened to the motherfucker that was cool with just waking up and going to work? Oh no, I'm not cool with that shit. Why? Because it's a nigga over here being dumb and stupid on YouTube, and he got Lamborghinis in the front yard and big chains Captain. and like so. Captain. niggas will. Niggas will put themselves in position, whether it's positive or negative. I don't give a fuck. Man, if I can make a check off of it, fuck it. Motherfuckers believe anything, too. You know what uh, Brian did? Brian did the ultimate study one day. Brian put a picture of you with a big-ass mansion behind you mm -hmm. and said the eight made $80 million or something. It was, man, you had, how many views that video get, Brian? Like a half a million views. A motherfucker just on there just... Worried about what you got pocket watching you. I said, damn, man, this shit that easy? Content get 
motherfuckers curious. And then there's people on that arguing, he don't have that much money. Oh, no. And then somebody else coming back, he does have this much money. Niggas, uh, people love to speculate about what your position is. It's really if they don't know. Um, and that's a lot of people today. I saw a motherfucking shit on the internet, dog, that said, you know how they be having that shit, that how much motherfuckers is worth? Mm-hmm. A nigga said I was worth $10 million. I said, where the fuck is that shit at, man? Well, how the fuck I don't know about this? Where's people my speculate a lot of shit. I mean, when I was coming up and first got started, mm-hmm. niggas swore I had offshore accounts and shit, trying to hide you money and crazy you shit. You holding off. <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> is stupid as shit. But people like to fantasize. Man. And especially... Especially if you put yourself in the seat uh, of, uh, you know, where we at, you get me? Mm-hmm. Oh, Just by man, right here, motherfuckers swear, nigga, nigga, niggas making a million dollars an episode and shit. I know, man, motherfuckers told me, man, you know what the problem is? You get a whole bunch of niggas. I never understood how a motherfucker listened to a nigga that's on Section 8. A nigga that's on Section 8 sitting up here telling you, man, you know that nigga get, got at least 10 million from Charlemagne. And he giving y'all this. I was like, man, where's the dough at? Where's the ducats at, man? And then there's always an outsider who likes to. That's what I'm saying, an outsider that don't got shit. It's always an outsider who likes to instigate um, a situation, uh, which they have no significance, you know. That's what I'm saying. They got no significance or the business that y'all doing. But an outsider always likes to instigate and count your pockets. And then they be like the nigga, you know, like the the good motherfucker and the bad motherfucker on your shoulder Mm -hmm. and shit. And they'll just sit there and get to just telling shit in the nigga's ear and shit. You know what's so cold? The whole time they doing that to the motherfuckers trying to trick them out their shit, they getting at me. Man, you should have me on there. That motherfucker don't appreciate the shit. Oh, yeah, they're back there in a minute. You, you should have me on this motherfucker. Like, like, like again, uh, this, the people are uh, infatuated with status and infatuated with, uh, with, with uh, the fantasy of of, oh, shit, this nigga got 10 million, and then niggas turn around and love it if you lost 10 million. I knew that nigga wasn't gonna have shit. That nigga broke as a motherfucker. I told you, I'm sure that nigga ain't got shit. Nigga, I got, I mean, it's. And then you know what the cold part about it is. Hey, There's a lot of niggas who prey on your downfall. And we talked about it before. Let's say all this shit just fall to shit. And you go get you a job as a longshoreman or some shit, right? A cool job, longshoreman, a good ass job. Nah, not for a nigga who's supposed to be in the limelight of... Oh, but ce- just think about it, though. <laughs> in the limelight of celebrity. You'll be down there on the dock doing your shit. There'll be motherfuckers there looking at you. See, look at that nigga. He don't fail the fuck off. Yeah. He don't fail the fuck off. You can't have a job, nigga. But, nigga, I got a job just like you. You yeah, down right. here every day making... Long Shoreman make bank. And, and I'm going to tell you something motherfuckers don't know. TV land... The average longshoreman makes more than the average rapper. Bet that. Am I telling the truth, eh? Oh, definitely. And telling the truth, if you ask the average motherfucker on how much the average rapper makes, and I'm not talking about Drake. Those are the exceptions, not the rules, right? Those are the exceptions, right? You always got exceptions when you when this business, but in... Uh, there's a gang of niggas out here that's regular-ass motherfucking, like, regular workers. Mm-hmm. You get me? Regular rappers, niggas who... I know a gang of niggas who I've probably, uh, you know, independently worked with or fucked with 
niggas be like, oh, okay, I want to get you to do a verse. And a nigga be like, all right, when I get my two work checks and shit, mm-hmm. or when I save up enough money, um, it's niggas out here still knowing that I got to go to work every day. It's just the one. It's just the ones who feel like um, their value. And like I said, it's it's nothing wrong to discredit you. You know, uh, if you feel that you in a different position, but some niggas just don't realize that it's not for you. Everything ain't for everybody. Well, I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. Whatever these motherfuckers get fucked up at, right? I'm going to tell you something, Aiden. This coming from a motherfucker that don't ran through some money. I don't ran through some bread, dog. I don't ran through some dough, right? It's easier to get that shit. You know what the hardest shit to all this shit is? It's keeping that shit. Yeah, because once you accumulate a lot, it's it's kind of hard to maintain all those that you have accumulated when your workflow starts slowing down. Yeah, that shit start um, getting slowing down them shows. I don't give a fuck who you are as an artist or entertainer. Um, you might go from making 100000 a show 20 years from now, niggas ain't finna be paying you 100000 a show. Um, you gotta understand that um, we're not really too business savvy minded. Um, uh, you know, so a nigga make a million dollars today, he not thinking of 10 years from now. He not now. thinking about the taxes um, and all that other shit. You know, you kind of, you kind of, especially when I was coming up in the game, um, when you, um, are subject to not have any guidance on finances. And you got motherfuckers um, cheating you. You know, I, I earned my financial status, you know, Sometimes from the block and doing, you know, hand-to-hand transactions, you know. So, and I'm a young nigga, you get me? Mm -hmm. Um, Ain't nobody schooling me on taxes and finances and, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? I'm a 15-year-old nigga, you know, trying to make some money to buy some new khakis or some new Cortez or re-up. Or just to go have fun and hang out and buy some weed and shit like that. What was the biggest check you ever got, man, when you was, like first started coming up rapping, like a couple hundred thousand? Yeah. When you got that couple hundred thousand, the last thing on your mind was going to go pay some fucking taxes. Or maybe I should go sit down with an accountant. I don't like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm about to go get me a car. I'm about to go nigga, do this. I'm a young ass nigga who was growing up in... in 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 poverty and you know me and my sister and my moms and you know drive-by shootings and shit like that i wasn't looking at like nigga nigga gave me some money i'm like i'm finna go do like a young naive 19 20 year old kid gonna do i'm finna go buy this and that and this and that and this and that i'm not thinking about oh man i should put up half my check for you know when when them taxes roll around, nobody's schooling me that. And then you got attorneys and managers and all that shit. And now one motherfucker is going, hey, nigga, you just got 100 grand? Take at least 50 of that and put it up. You, you just made this. Like, so I had to teach myself that. 
I just teach myself to, you know, uh, you don't need everything. You don't need 10 cars in the driveway. You don't need three, four Rolex watches and chains. And I guess, but when you first, uh, when you come from, from, from hustling and being able to do whatever, you get me with hustle money, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that doesn't translate over when you start making legit shit unless you schooled to that shit. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Probiotics aren't a trend anymore. They're a mainstay in the health and wellness aisle of your favorite store. And Nature's Way Women's Probiotic Pearls are the easiest way to introduce a probiotic into your routine. I mean, they're just what they sound like. Adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. But they still pack that probiotic punch. 
Each tiny pearl has one billion active cultures and protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they actually support both digestive and vaginal health, so that's a win-win. And according to my little fact sheet here, they're designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, so they can make it all the way to your small intestine where they're needed most. You probably didn't think we'd be talking about the small intestine today, did you? Well, digestive health is kind of important. If you know, you know. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com. You know, and a lot of niggas ain't. Yeah, that's real, man. And I'm going to touch on this Keefy D shit one more time, dog. The thing is, man, if I was a criminal today, I would do everything by myself. I wouldn't do shit with nobody else. I wouldn't give a fuck if a motherfucker was my brother. I would do everything on my own because the motherfuckers go tell. I'm going to tell you about all this shit with Keefy D. Somebody go come out the woodwork and tell some shit. Do you think that if we wasn't in the day and age of social media and internet and anything, would any of these stories be spoken? Probably not, dog. I, I was telling somebody that the other day. I said, dog, this is the era now to where you can't do shit in motherfucking private. You, you because because you can't even get him to think about it now. I was telling my son, I was explaining to him on how he can't do certain shit, right? Right. It was different back in the day. I used to get in fights every fucking weekend when I played ball in New Mexico State. I'd beat a nigga's ass up at the club, beat a, beat a motherfucker up, slap a bitch, you know what I mean? All kind of shit, right? And it, nothing was ever known about it. Now, a motherfucker got a camera some motherfucking where, and somebody's right. gonna go somewhere and report something. Next thing you know, you in 25 different news outlets. Oh, Norman Steele did this. He slapped a bitch at the club. Especially if a he mushed a bitch at the club. He choked the nigga out. You feel what I'm saying? Especially if a motherfucker think they can get something out of you. Oh, hell yeah. A nigga gonna, gonna hem you up in a minute. Indeed. Um, I just think, like I said, because um, we have made content and social media so fucking popularized by like you said the camera and money and monetizing shit and all of that mm -hmm. um a nigga will tell a story if oh you gonna pay me and you get me it's, a, it's like too. it's like what, it it would happen to the code of, okay, nigga, you know a nigga killed somebody. We're going to give you $1,000 to come talk. Nigga be like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Hell Who yeah. did what? Like, what? Mm -hmm. Where? How? Sir, like I said, go to that, the grave. That today. was... That's what I learned as a as a nigga who started gang banging at a young age, you know. Keep your motherfucking mouth shit. I just like I said, I come from the tradition of you don't say anything. Like you don't you don't say shit. Like Anything and I and people today like all oh, you gotta tell and you gotta help if it's this situation or it's this situation. Even a lawyer told me, shut your mouth and don't say anything. If the police get to asking you anything, you don't say any motherfucking thing. If a motherfucker asked you, 
did you turn did you get over in the right lane and, and put on a turning signal? You look at that motherfucker and go, I don't know what you're talking about. You get me? You don't tell a motherfucker, yeah, I put my turning signal and I got over. Motherfuckers go on these shows, dog, and if, if they ask to see their motherfucking asshole, they go bend their ass over and show it to them. But then it's and then it's the exploitation of the motherfucker who goes, Hey, nigga, I got five thousand for you. I mean, you know, five thousand. If you, if you are, but but a lot of like I said, a lot of niggas who walk that old school code. It's thirty years later. You get me? Um, a lot of that. A lot of the shit that you was probably making a gang of money from, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You get me? That shit ain't happening thirty years later. Oh, no. Now you feeling like, hey, you was, you know, you was, you was a nigga who was involved in certain shit thirty years ago. Oh, yeah. uh, I got five thousand if you come on my and channel. I tell you this, I mean, you both know this. You from, you from the city. I don't mean no disrespect. Keefe was that nigga, dog. Keefe was a real baller. I mean, he was. He was a significant. He figure. was a significant figure in the hub city, affiliated with with Southside, and mm-hmm. he was a, he was a significant. He's a um, baller. So, like I said, it was just certain, you know, on a regular day back then. If the enemy came through and blasted. Niggas ain't finna be like, oh yeah, the enemy came through in a red car or a blue car. They has nigga gonna be like, we don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck you talking. So about. the times have changed to where, nigga, I got I got five thousand for you, and then a nigga gonna hit you up two three months later, or I got another five thousand for you. Certain niggas is looking at it like, man. I want to be celebrity too. And I don't even know if this, that mind state, but this is, everybody wants to be famous. I'm going to tell you something that's addictive. That motherfucker right there, this motherfucker right here is addictive. And just to know that motherfuckers is looking at you, dog, I don't even, I think social currency holds more weight than the actual money now, eight, because a lot of these motherfuckers ain't making no money, right? They make, just because a motherfucker got a following with a couple hundred thousand people watch them don't mean they making money. You know I know the business like a motherfucker. Exactly. Because it has to be stuff that's appealing to an advertiser. Pepsi, Cola, State Farm is not going to pay a motherfucker no money to go in there and show his ass. They don't want to be affiliated with that bullshit. So you can have a whole bunch of motherfuckers looking at you and not be making a dime. It's the social currency. Oh, man, you see me on the thing. I had all these motherfuckers looking at me. Mm. It's motherfuckers that get addicted to the point. I've heard motherfuckers just go on. I've seen it firsthand. Motherfuckers go up there, yeah, I did this, I did that. I've had motherfuckers insert themselves into my movie, and I'd be like, I don't even know this motherfucker. Who the fuck is this nigga? Who the fuck is this nigga? It's just, it's, it's crazy nowadays, bro. Yeah, like I said, it's everybody, um, you know, like that shit is addictive. It's like a nigga who didn't. Who got who got hooked on whatever drug of choice, and it make them feel good. Um, 
the days of niggas who want to be behind the scenes and no, I'm good. I don't want no pictures taken or mm-hmm. no, I don't. Oh, you know, sometimes you have your homies with you and the, the interview lady come by and they want to take pictures or they they like oh MC8 or blah 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 and they get to one of your just homies from the block mm-hmm. and they put the microphone up to them and niggas be like oh no, you got to interview me. I'm just the homie. Hell yeah. Now nigga, nigga today. A nigga gonna Everybody be like, hold up, grab the mic and be like, oh yeah, I'm so and so. Next thing I'm- you know, you got 20 homies to rap now. The one nigga that was supposed to be security is a rapper now. Talk about cuz, I need some beats. Um, um, niggas are, like you said, niggas are addicted to, um, and I don't even wanna say celebrity because everybody ain't celebrity. Nah, you can't tell these niggas that. Everybody out, everybody out in this motherfucker famous. See, that's the thing right now. One thing I noticed about when you go like to Texas, Atlanta, even Ohio, you got actual fans, the people that are cool being fans, right? Mm-hmm. Out here and in New York, major cities, and that's because they get to see the celebrities, right? They see a motherfucker hopping out of Rolls Royce or a Rafe or some shit like that, right? And so they be thinking they head, oh, that nigga ain't shit. Shit, I'm more certified than that nigga. Fuck it, I'm going to go next thing you know. that Why you think we got a preparation of whack-ass rappers out here now? Anything that appears to be easy and a motherfucking nigga think they could do, they go jump all over that shit. And I, and I, and I, get, I guess a lot of that comes from um, hatred of success because um, I don't want to alienate you or make you feel a certain way because I pull up and I jump out of, you know, a Wraith or a Rolls Royce. Uh, but sometimes that, that aggravates niggas. You get oh, me? Oh, big time. Um, I've been through the same shit. Um, not that I'm jumping out of Rolls Royces and shit, but it's just niggas who feel that um, you know better than me. You get me? Um, when I was younger, I was stunned on niggas. I ain't gonna lie. If I bought some new shit, the first thing I was doing was pulling up on niggas. I mean, but I guess you would do that as 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 a young-minded, you know, young when man. When I was young, nigga, I was stunned uh, on Especially sure. if you coming from, you know, uh, uh, moms working, pops, you know, normal shit, you know. I, I didn't grow up where... You know, my pops and moms was pulling up in the driveway in the latest Mercedes, or she had a fucking mink fur coat and shit like that. So, you know, when you get to a certain point, I we all do that shit. Yeah, when you were young, nigga, the nigga, first thing 18, I was 19, and you give me a check, and I can go out and buy whatever, nigga, I'm finna go slap on a Rolex, Man. and I'm finna go buy the the bins off the showroom floor and a couple of chains and all that shit. And it's going to take me a while to grow out of that shit. Man, I remember when I first got my first little bag, dog, and that wasn't even that much money. It was probably 85000 First thing I did is I went and motherfucker put some rims on my motherfucking truck. I went to the bank and got like, man, motherfucking like 10,000 and 20s out that motherfucker and pulled right up, in the, pulled right up on niggas. Nigga, I was a nigga... 22 years old, single, living by myself. I got six cars in the driveway. I got a five-bedroom house. I got motherfucking three, four jet skis outside. I got a Mm. mini speedboat. I got about four or five fucking four-wheelers and shit. 
And nigga, I was in that motherfucker by myself every other day, just chilling. And why? Just chilling. When did you decide to get rid of all that shit? Shit, when I didn't need the shit no more. When I'm looking up and I'm like, God damn, all this money I'm paying. Let me ask you something. Some of bills your homies, and, did some and, of the homies disappear after all that shit disappeared? I wouldn't say all the homies disappeared. I was a nigga who left Compton and jumped on the freeway and moved 100 miles away. Um, Smartest thing you probably I didn't, did. You know, um, I didn't get... I didn't get, you know, it was it, it was invitation only. And then you had to be a motherfucker. You know, we were some lazy niggas back then. I'm not finna get on the fucking freeway and drive a fucking hour to a nigga's house. So um, I was just always the, 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 the motherfucker who felt like um, I invested a lot when it came to uh, music. With writing and and staying up late and sacrificing, I mean, you know, so you you have those homies who uh, accept the next step, and then there's motherfuckers who feel like like the average motherfucker. Who the fuck this nigga think he is? You get me? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's within anything. Some people just ain't gonna be proud of your uh, your elevation from. Uh, Especially if you pull yourself out of of of, of bullshit, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say that uh, belonging to the neighborhood was bullshit because it crafted a lot of niggas, um, and for some of us who was fortunate to take ourselves from uh, no hope to. You look up now, nigga, you 50 years old. Niggas is, some niggas is 60. And you gotta, you gotta be glad that you were able to transition yourself. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with still uh, uh, having respect from where you from and not forgetting what you had to go through uh, to be where you at today. But some niggas gotta still stick to that old school code. You get me. Uh, yeah. uh, I I I know a lot of uh, uh, niggas that I grew up with in my age bracket who are still, you know, they didn't. Oh, nigga, put me out on the record, or oh, nigga, you on the podcast, nigga, put me on the podcast or that. Niggas is happy with their lives and what the outcome was. Yeah, some of the most interesting niggas I know. <clears throat> I don't ask a couple of times, man, why don't you come on and talk about that story? It was like, no, nah, man, I'm cool. No, some niggas cool. don't. Some niggas want to keep their history or, or, you know, hidden. Because or, they've progressed on in life. I, I've, I've moved on. I don't want to uh, reminisce on them treacherous days. You get me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've made it out. Um, my kids are doing good. Uh, it um, it was just something, and I don't even call it unfortunate, you know. It was something that you had to go through, a life lesson. Well, that that's a- why I don't bust people out, man, because, like, um, one thing you got to know, man, is some people that's at a different place in their life now. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily want to talk about what they did when they was 19 or 20. They have regrets. And they got families now, and in some cases, grandchildren. Right. They don't want their grandchildren to know that Papa used to be out there moving birds and beating people up and all that shit. You know what I mean? 
Some of them are members of the church. Some of them are pastors in some instances. They don't want all that stuff. That's their past. And the past is meant to stay in the past sometimes. But I find that usually when people haven't progressed in life, they have to live in that moment of back when they had it going on, right? Definitely. They have to stay in that moment because have you ever had that one homeboy that just every time you get with him, he want to talk about what was going on in 1989? That's my homie. That's my homie. A lot of of niggas are on that page. Um, Some who have been institutionalized Mm -hmm. and didn't get to experience a lot of shit as a regular teenager or a young man, uh, 19 to 25, a lot of the homies was locked up. Um, So, and then those were the good old days. You get me? Mm -hmm. Everybody liked to reminisce on the good old days. Even I do every now and then. It's cool there. I don't, I don't, um, I don't let my life stay on pause because a certain time back then might have been joyous, you get me? Of course, nigga, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can think uh, 30 years ago, nigga, it, uh, it was a time where shit, I was having the time of my fucking life when mm-hmm. I was 19, when I was 20, when mm-hmm. I was 21. Like, I can think of shit right now like, God damn, man, I did that. Oh, I did that. Oh, man, take me back to them days. You get me? But uh, it, it's cool to reminisce, but, you know, you have to take it. Yeah, your, but you, not just get stuck in the motherfuckers because. But, like, some niggas get stuck on, like I said, because if that was the joyous or that was the most, you know, uh, and they haven't made any. Um, no progress. Yeah. You know, some niggas. Shit, I'm still doing some niggas still doing the same shit they was doing back then when it was joyous. Yeah, you know what, man? I was gonna ask you, man, because we got like a few more episodes left, man, before this season is up, and then we go into that whole new format, you know? Mm. What's the biggest thing you want to see happen with the show this year, dog? Like, 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 do you have any personal aspirations? Do you got like a mm. certain aspirations for the show? I mean, um, just getting into the shit. You know, I've I've never been on the you know um, I've never been you know with the podcast thing. I knew it was something new, uh, but seeing the success of it, seeing that how a lot of people just like to um, indulge in listening to regular conversations mm-hmm. instead of just trying to follow a format. Uh, I think that's real good for us, how we stay connected with uh, not trying to follow the format. And uh, just to get uh, more recognition for the show from um, from those from those higher ups, you get me? Oh, they starting um, to, they starting we, to we get in a, We getting a lot of, uh, you know, uh, we've always had a following as far as the streets is concerned. And... Uh, I think with uh, being able to open up the format and not just deal with uh, certain subjects has allowed the show to elevate because now uh, people who didn't come from those walks of life mm-hmm. can now enjoy the show and look at it like, oh, them's just some regular niggas too. You get me? Exactly. Um, niggas can talk about what happened 
with from what happened with the the ratchet rap to political shit as far as wars and 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 uh uh you know what's going on in communities and not just you know um I know people focus on gangster chronicles and shit but um we take you all through that element and f- us dealing with uh that aspect of life you get me mm-hmm. um it allows us to be more uh intellectual with motherfuckers instead of just going well we're gonna talk about who hood was shooting at who hood and who got beef with who and Mm -hmm. who went to prison and who got out and who sold dope and all of that i mean we can keep you informed on the community motherfucking uh issues but uh being able to uh let other motherfuckers into the show as far as being able to deal with hip-hop and uh current events and shit like that you know mm-hmm. it's it's just broaden the uh broaden the horizon so um just you know get some get get some more of that motherfucking uh hierarchy and promotion and put us on the status of of some of these other shows you know yeah well they said they leading off on the promo with us this year so it's a lot of exciting things happening man I'm real excited. And the one thing I'm starting to do, man, now is kind of soak this shit in a little bit more because it is a blessing. You you feel what I'm saying? Because I was so caught up in the business before that I would never sit back and enjoy it. Every time I talked to Brian, I would be trying to think of something else new. Brian, how how long ago was that I was trying to start that streaming that? We was was doing that. We uploaded all that shit and found out that it cost too much money, man, to, uh, huh? About three years ago? We was way ahead of the curve, huh? Yeah, we was, man, we was trying to start a streaming app. And what I realized back then, because the cost to um, store content now is way cheaper than it was back then. Mm-hmm. I fucked around and looked up, man. I had all these videos uploaded, man. And I got a bill, man. That motherfucker was like, it's $4,000. I said, what the hell? It's going to cost this much to do this shit? And I only had like probably like a third of the shit we was going to upload up there. And I said, man, we can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have kept going. I would have probably been Tubi before it was Tubi. Exactly. Now everybody doing it. Yeah, now now there's a whole bunch of people doing it now. But we still got, that's one of the biggest things I'm excited about now, man, uh, is that we do have this streaming app, man. This go launch in a few more months. Y'all hear more details about it. I'm excited about the movies we about to shoot, man. And I'm excited about what Black Effect got planned for us, man. It's, it's a lot of dope stuff that they about to kick off with us, man. We going to be down in the ATL, man. I'm looking forward to the traveling part of it, man, because I think when we go to these other cities, man, that's going to be a trip like going down to the Houston's, to the New York cities, and it's all this different stuff to the Miamis and stuff like that. I think it's going to be cracking. Well, it would it would be, uh, like I said, it would be nice to see a little more, um, a little more enthusiasm for the show. Like I said, the fans have been uplifting the show, so... Uh, little more support uh, and I'm glad like you said they starting to uh, recognize that the show is 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 going to a point to where they probably w- didn't believe it would be at first but we got one of them shows that uh, like I said we connect with the community and it's just not like a gimmicky thing where we gonna be, you know. Yeah, we gonna do the gossip. Yeah, we you get me. Uh, you stuff. know, it's it's a lot of crazy podcasts out you know, here. We not, I'm not gonna be up here dancing. I'm not gonna be up here. I think know, long as we can shit. keep it real, 
with motherfuckers and not try to do no gimmicky shit mm-hmm. and uh, just try to keep the guest that we uh, fuck with uh, who are on real shit, real issues or real situations um, and not be on, you know, come on our show and use us for a motherfucking promotional tactic or two to promote their new record or or whatever shit. Um, long as we keep giving people uh, righteous content, and I hate that word, uh, long as we get, keep giving people righteous conversations, man. Conversations, uh, I think that's it'd it be right cool. Because that's what we do. Don't give them the soft though, eight, because everybody got to, I almost could look at a show and tell when they're trying to go viral. I'm like, man, look at these dudes. They just trying to just get something so bad just for the media to pick up on and to go viral. And I always tell people, when you go viral, man, it's not something that you can force. It just kind of happens. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just happened. You say something, man, and the next thing you know, the whole world listening, right? And I think that Black Effect always did believe in the show. I'm trying to figure out the right word, but they starting to like really see because we kicked some ass this year, man. You yeah, know, one so, of the top yeah. shows over at that motherfucker. I ain't bragging and boasting, but you know it is what it is. The numbers don't lie, baby. No, we shit. So that's it. That's yeah. all I'm looking forward to. Just more, more shit. Yeah, because I know you don't. You open up a whole lot. Oh man, guess who I talked to the other day? You ain't gonna believe this, dog. I talked to FG the other day. Oh, okay. Talked to FG for about probably like 30, 40 minutes, man. Cool brother, man. Oh, definitely. He told me, he said, eight is my homie. Oh, yeah, me and, and F, FG is is is, a, is official. Um, somebody I've known for a while and not just on no uh, rap shit, mm-hmm. you get me? Um, FG's in that football shit, too. He's in the football FG's shit. FG's son is in the football shit. Nigga, mm-hmm. FG and uh, the homie uh, took me on my first uh, dirt bike riding trip. Yeah, sure. So I shout sure. out my nigga FG. FG a cool a cool cat man and, and you know what was so cool about it dog I ain't go you know to all the other shit and everything we didn't even talk about that bro oh no no definitely definitely we we, we didn't even talk about that bro and it was just a cool conversation he a, he a cool dude you know what I'm saying he a cool brother I might I might tap in with him yeah a lot of you know like I said uh, in this in this this land where we come from. Um, you're fortunate enough to make it to a certain age Mm -hmm. to where you can um, look back on certain days as a teenager and a youth Mm -hmm. and to be able to communicate and fuck with niggas that, you know, niggas wouldn't think in a million years you should be doing because of the code that we supposed to follow. Mm -hmm. Man, it's a a beautiful thing to be able to be grown men outside of you know, and and still respect where a nigga represent. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying, man. And, and just you know what, getting to talk to cats like that, man, and just realizing, man, it's a cool dude. He just out there living his life, dog. He got the same aspirations that the next mm-hmm. man got. He just want to kick it. He said he lost a lot of time in prison, man, and he mm-hmm. making up for that time now. You know what I'm saying? He said he working, man, taking care of his family, dog. Yeah, a lot of like I said, uh, um, a lot of niggas who come from that walk of life and who had to follow that code and who got caught up in trying to really, you know, put on for their neighborhood and really represent to the fullest. Um, it's a it's a long road when you, you know, when you have to go the back route. 
Um, and when you get caught up in the struggles of jail or prison or or just the struggle in at hand, uh, mm -hmm. poverty and living where you live, um, to be able to look up and go, I've made it up out of that. I'm, I'm, I'm out of that situation. Uh, niggas respect me for who I am now. Really? And even though niggas know why, you know, represented and where I was affiliated with, um, I no longer have to worry about the pitfalls of that shit because I'm older now. Niggas respect, you know, what it was for. So it, it's a it's a good feeling when you can look up and you know what I'm saying you gotta you know you, you took yourself out of a, a situation that people probably wouldn't think you should be in. Because again, like I said, a lot of niggas didn't make it out of that shit. Hell yeah, a lot of people didn't, man. You know. The thing is, just think about that. Think about that, man, for a minute, man. You go to jail when you're 25 or 26 and get out that motherfucker when you're 40, dog. And you had little kids when you went in, you come out, man, them motherfuckers is looking you in your eyes now, man. And you just missed so much, dog. You got to ask, man, is the bullshit you was doing worth it? I don't give a fuck how much money you was taking, man. That's like the biggest... I think that was the biggest trap ever in the black community, man, was cocaine, dog, drugs, just the ball and shit, because it was a big-ass lie. Yeah, we got to do that on another show, because that would take us another two hours Hell to talk yeah, about that shit. Because it was just a big-ass lie, dog. It's like, think about all the millionaires that you knew, all the millionaires that I know, and niggas go to jail, and it's like, what the feds do, and we ain't got that much longer to go on the show, but this is the biggest trap it is, right? When you look at the discovery papers, you ever read one of the homies' discovery papers? It's like they catch you, bro, and they just keep letting you build your shit up, and then they come snatch your ass. Mm. Take all the money from you, dog, and, and, and if you do got some little money here or whatever, you go eat that up trying to fight that case. You go eat every dime you got up trying to fight that case, man, and you go leave with nothing, dog. Man. You don't leave with nothing out in that motherfucker, dog. That's like the biggest fucking lie ever, dog. If I can go back and tell niggas back in the 80s, if I if I can go back right now in time, dog, and go back like to 89, I'll tell all the homies, y'all stop what y'all doing right now. Take that bridge y'all got, open y'all up some car washes, go get some property, go get some real estate, and just go legit now. Because you not gonna walk away. Every nigga I know that got caught eight, they got caught right when they was about to stop doing this shit. It was always one last lick. One last flip, you know what I'm saying? Just one last, we, we gonna do one last thing, and they got cracked, dog. I, I talked to the homie Spud, that's what he told me. He said, still, I was sitting on millions of dollars, and if I were to stop when I really wanted to stop, I'd have did, but I just kept saying, all I got is this much. It wasn't never enough money. I don't give a fuck if you got a room with $30 million and it ain't gonna be enough money. Cause you go say, man, let me make 10 more million. Especially back then, that, that ball and shit ain't going on like that now unless your ass will chop with some shit now. That shit is, you just making a living now. Man. Mm. That, that shit ain't, wouldn't be worth it now. Motherfucker couldn't pay me enough money to sell some dope right now, dog. That shit is it. The average motherfucker is just, by the time they re-up and everything, they working a job. Yeah, it's a different time. So, like I said, that's a that's another that's another day, another subject, because you could talk all day about that. For sure, that nigga FG told me to call. I'm gonna tap in with him real quick.
Hey, hey. FG, what's happening? What's happening, baby? Man, what's going on with y'all? Oh, man, shoot, nothing, man, me, I, I, I told, hey, we up here on the show, I told him, I said, man, guess who I talked to the other day? Uh, he said, who else? FG, he said, that's the homie, you know, 8 Talk. Nah, no doubt, no doubt. Like I said, we go back, man, like Timberlake, man, you know, and, and uh, till late, I still got a bunch of dirt bikes in the garage and shit, man. I don't know if he still, you know, know how to kick them gears, man, but <laughs> he can I hear got you. one for him. Yeah. Oh, for sure, my nigga. De you already know, definitely. Hell yeah. yeah, how you been, homie? Man, shit, you know, trying to survive, my nigga. No, that's what's up. Same thing over here, man, you know. I ain't kicking in too many doughs. You know how it goes. Yes, indeed. Just trying to lay low. Hell yeah, I was, Hell telling, yeah. I was telling the man about that good conversation, man, me and you had the other day, man, and I was just telling him, I was like, man, FG is a cool dude, man. FG is a cool nah, brother. No, nah, no doubt, homie. You know everybody gonna have a, you know, perception of, different people till they get to really know him because to be honest with you I had a perception of you just based on what I saw but like you said we chopped it up I mean and it wasn't no bad perception it just I didn't know you you know what I mean so when we chopped it up I said the same thing like man it's still way cool man and you know what I mean and that's what's happening well, that's what I'm saying that's why I wanted to reach out man especially you know we ain't even go going to the other bullshit dog but it was like, you know, with that whole little situation, the way it was, didn't nobody know what was going on. You feel what I'm saying? Well, you know, everybody was skeptical, homie, you know what I mean? And people be, you know, they don't want to believe everything they hear. But at the same time, you know, sometime in this world and day and age, especially the information age, hey, information come out, man. And, you know, shit just, just go like it go. It ain't going to always be pretty. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. I know we was just talking, man. We, we about to shut this episode down. But what I do want to get on here, like I told you, I said, we go do something, man. I just want to be right. I don't want to talk about no negative shit or no other shit. I want to do something that's going to be uplifting the people, right? One thing yeah. I do want to sit and talk to you about because you got first-hand knowledge, man, on how the dope game is a big-ass lie. Nah, no doubt. Definitely got first-hand knowledge on that, bro. We can sit down, break it down, you know, go through it, and you know what I mean, and let the people see exactly how big of a lie it is. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, because, you know, it's a, it's a gang of brilliant brothers. Because, you know, when I was talking to you about your businesses, I was like, damn, the homie owned nightclubs and all that shit. That means you was a hell of a businessman. You know, barbershops, you had multiple businesses, man. And, you know, some of our greatest minds, man, dudes that could have been, you know, the next Jeff Bezos or whoever, man, wound up in jail with cases. No, real doubt. You know, sometimes it goes to mentors, though, you know. You, we, we can, we can even, even with you or aid or any kind of business, man, we can have great ideas, man. We could do some cool things, but we still need that next level of mentorship, you know, to, to help us get to that next level. When you do got the money or when you do got the knowledge and sometimes, homie, that's what we be lacking. We still go back to that old shit. We know, you know, I know how to turn one into two, but at the same time, man, we just got, you know, we got to be taught to do it a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real, for real. But, but I was definitely enthralled in, in that game, homie. So I don't, I don't have no problem, you know, just sharing, you know, some of you know, cause it, and you say you don't want to talk about negative, but sometimes you got to talk about a little negative so they can understand the positive. You know what I mean? Oh, for you sure, know. for sure, for sure, man. Well, man, I appreciate you, dog, man. And, and we go set that up, man. Definitely, man, for this season, man, and, and really do some compelling, man. Let's go give motherfuckers some knowledge, man. That can save their life, you know. Hey, no doubt, man. Like you say, when y'all get free, man, tap in. We go sit down, have lunch, man, and, you know, chop it up even just about some other shit. You know what I mean? You know. Oh, for so, sure. I'm with it, know. man. 
Okay, okay. Hey, you take care out there, man, and tap in with me. I got you, F. Okay, homie. Jill. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, man. All right, man. This this is what I need y'all to do right now, because we about to get up out of here. It's about that time, B? Yeah, we about to get up out of here. We need y'all to go ahead, man, and go ahead and tap in with 8, man, for some of that dope-ass merchandise, man. What's the URL? What is it? Official official aid clothing, bigcartel.com. Yeah, we go ahead at in the link in the description, man. Y'all leave us a note, man. Hit that like button and subscribe. All right, you dig? We out of here. You bitch you. Yeah. Well, that concludes another episode of the Gangster Chronicles podcast. Be sure to download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles podcast. For Apple users, find a purple mic on the front of your screen, subscribe to the show, leave a comment and rating. Executive producers for the Gangster Chronicles podcast are Norman Steele and Aaron MCA Tyler. Our visual media director is Brian Wyatt and our audio editor is Taylor Hayes. The Gangster Chronicles is a production of iHeartMedia Network and the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash slash iHeart.